Good evening, y'all, and welcome to week 15 NFL Thursday night. It's week 15. Playoff scenarios are in effect this week. We have big games all across the league, big news all across the league. And I have my two favorite people this week to discuss it all with you guys. My name is Quinn McKenzie. I am the host of the show. And before we get to the pleasantries, this is episode 94 of the Always 100 podcast. Find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, the McKenzie Report Facebook group, or wherever you get your audio for absolutely free. I'm joined every day, uh, each show, sorry, uh, by my two favorite people. One, first off, my mom, Mona, who's Dallas Cowboys, beat the Washington football team. Well, and it, and it wasn't wasn't without Mob's heart rate being north of 140 for probably the last half an hour. How you doing? I am much better now that they actually did win the game. <laughs> I wasn't doing so well there for a while. Yep. I'm feeling much better now. And my Uncle Trevor's, whose Steelers came off a really tough loss to the Minnesota Vikings one week ago tonight, but uh, they... Still have an outside shot to playoffs, but uh, Uncle Trevor, how how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. good. Thanks for asking. How are you? Uh it's been a long week. Uh, it's been a long week, but my my beloved Patriots are still in the number one spot in the AFC. Hopefully, we get the uh, we get the job done Saturday night in Indy. It's going to take a hell of an effort on our part, but uh, personally, I'm. Doing okay. It's been, been a long week, a lot, a lot of running around, two different jobs, you know, mixing and matching. So, uh, nice to huh. talk to some friendly faces and on Zoom and, you know, get this podcast out because I need to stop running around for a little bit and just sit down and watch some football. So, that's what I plan on doing tonight and this weekend. So, okay. Yep. All right, you guys, look, so here's the deal. We got truly an unbelievable Thursday night game uh, with a lot of uh, circumstances uh, for playoffs and division. Uh, We'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, We're going to talk about Chiefs Chargers for sure. We're going to talk about the Saturday night game. We're going to talk about the Patriots at Indianapolis. And I have, as everyone well knows, a lot to say about that game uh, because I was, I happened just to grow up at the height of the Brady Manning rivalry. So I have a lot to say on how much I despise the Indianapolis Colts. Um, And uh, (laughs) you know, just, just for mom's sake, because the Dallas Cowboys do have a playoff clinching scenario this weekend. uh, We may not talk about the entire game because the giants are awful and the Cowboys should, beat the brakes off them personally but uh we'll uh talk about the dallas cowboys and maybe ask her about maybe her new favorite cowboy micah parsons and they were the media was trying to talk about him and uh the great lawrence taylor so i want to talk to mama ask mom a couple questions about (laughs) lt and why why these people are comparing micah parsons to one of the greatest defensive players to ever walk the face of the earth. All that and more is coming up right now. But folks, we're gonna we're gonna start the show tonight talking about Urban Meyer. 
And folks, I know what you're wondering. Why in the hell are y'all talking about a, a dude, a fired coach on a 2-11 and 11 team? Well, the answer is simple because Urban Meyer was one of the biggest disasters in recent NFL history, I think. I mean, it, it, look, I, 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 I could just get, we can get into like the odd field things. Look, yeah, you know, I heard people saying, saying he's spoiled and all that. Yeah, he probably is when you literally have won everywhere you go from Utah to Ohio State. You're a three-time national champion, one of the greatest college coaches of all time. Yeah, it's going to be harder on you in the NFL, one, because you're not controlling who shows up and everything like that. You're talking to grown people. Oh, that's well and good. The one thing I want to focus on, Mom, and Uncle Trevor, hey, man, so why did that dude get up here and kick and, and, and kick a kicker during during practice? Y'all heard that, right? Y'all did hear that, right? Yeah, I saw the story. Uh, that that man literally got out here, walked up to Josh Lambeau, kicked the man in the leg, and kept it moving. The question, well, he said a few choice words to him. Then he kept it moving. So the question I have for you, we, we just, I mean, look, I mean, we, we know the guy, the guy's not a, not a great guy. I mean, look, it's just like, Come on, man. Like it's it was kind of crazy to see all, all the other stuff and a lot more serious things, you know, hiring a racist coach and all this other stuff. I mean, all that is far more serious. But the question I'll have for you, Mom, you, you played sports back in the day. If one of your coaches came up here and kicked you in the leg, cursed you out and kept it moving, could you could you explain to me what you would do to that coach? Well, the old me would have run the coach down and we'd have a fight. You know, because what he did was he kicked the kicker and basically cussed him saying that you better not miss any more kicks. And then he walked off. But, you know, he used some profanity that I'm not going to repeat here, you know, on the show. But it's like, that was like a bully move. That was like a, a brat move. And it's like, you know what, you, you you want to put your hands on me, come on, or your feet or whatever, you know, stand here. Don't walk off, stand here so we can go at it. You know, but that's not the way you, you deal with someone. If you got a problem with the guy and his kicking, one, either you bench him or you cut him. You don't kick him. Okay, so I, I mean, that whole, that to me is just epitomizes the kind of personality that Urban Meyer had, and he thought he was untouchable, right? He thought he could say and do anything that he wanted to to these coaches uh, who are grown men and these players who are, for the most part, grown men too. You know, legally, most of them are over 21, so then they are technically grown men. But I'm even talking about some of the older players. You know, the way he talks to folks and what I gather is just not very uh, conducive to having a winning atmosphere. And I don't think he was much better when he was at his other stops as well. So it's almost like he has this arrogance that, yeah, I'm a winner. People see me as a winner. No one's going to do anything to me. So I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want to do. And who's going to stop me? Well, 
his actions finally stopped him. No one else had to do it for him. He did it to himself. And I'm, you know, from what I can tell, I'm really glad to see him go. Well, Uncle Joe, I know off air he didn't say he had a whole lot to say about it, but you know, in a few words, I mean, just give give us your thoughts on what, what you were, you know, what what you felt when you woke up and saw the headline that he got fired, and and that and by the way, folks, for those on the West Coast that don't know, this this thing came out at about twelve, about one o'clock in the morning East Coast time. Like so, a lot of us were asleep. Like not like mom had to, my mom had to tell me that Urban Meyer got fired. I was asleep. I I didn't even know this until this morning. So you know, in a few words, Uncle George, tell tell us what you what you thought about uh the Urban Meyer uh firing here. Well, I mean, you know, at first glance, they're what they're two and eleven. That their record. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, coaches, you know, who, who are coaches who are 2-11 and 11 get fired a lot. That's, that's, this is not a shock. I mean, maybe interesting to see Jacksonville had been more successful, but they still let fire them. Even with all this stuff going on on the outside, they still let fire them if they were, what, 7-4 instead of 2-11. and 11. But, yeah, he's not the first successful college coach to um, flop in the NFL. Mr. Saban from Alabama was a flop. I'm sure maybe before you a little bit before your time, but Lou Holtz, great Notre Dame coach, he's a flop in the NFL. Actually, um, one of the hated rivals, Pitt, of more than Pitt, Penn State. The Steelers tried to get what well, Joe Paterno. He tried he he was went to the NFL as well. He never went, but I guess. You know, what he did at Penn State ended up being a lot worse. It's off topic, but a lot of great college coaches don't do good in the NFL. I guess Pete Carroll might be an exception. Jimmy Johnson. But, um, um yeah. yeah Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson won two Super Bowls. Yeah. He turned yeah. a team from 1-15 to Super Bowl champs in like three, or four, three, three years, maybe four years. Yeah, they had an infusion of talent mm-hmm. thanks to that um, Herschel Walker trade. Right. Mm-hmm. Some, the Vikings should get a portion of that those titles as well. They should get some credit for that, too. <laughs> oh, most uh, definitely. Well, that's before my time. It's more of a question for you. Yeah. More of a talk with you guys, but, but I heard the stories. But, yeah, continue. But, yeah, so that, so it's not a shock. That, no. Um, so a, great, a great college coach who used to winning didn't do it on the NFL level. But what isn't it not shocking that he got fired before the season was even over? Well, not with the stuff coming out. No, yeah, I, I agree too. Really right, that that yeah, 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 they don't like him. That's yeah. probably why. I mean, he yeah. had just been a normal bad coach, and had a year like this, two and fourteen, whatever. They they probably would have fired up the years over. That's all the stuff coming out. That's why. That's why he decided to fire him now. There's no. There's no real reason not to. It's different. In college, you do that kind of stuff. You got recruits that might decommit far before the end of the season. Whatnot. It's hard to, you, know, you got to watch what you do as far as incoming recruits. The NFL doesn't have that issue. Right. NFL doesn't have that problem. Right. You can just get rid of it whenever you want. There's no, there's no point in the season's already over. Yeah. Was, there's no point yeah. in holding on to them. They, they stink. Uh, look, they, yeah. they stink. Uh, and, and, 
look, Tre- Trevor Lawrence, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be really, really good. I mean, so, like, I, I don't really think this is really for him. He's already, I think he's already going to be a leader. I really think his teammates like him a lot. So, I don't think this has much to do with Trevor. But, look, to be frank, he's got to play a little bit better. I mean, he threw, I mean, he did throw four interceptions the other day. Two of them were not his fault, and two of them were just awful. I mean, it's just the the middle two were just awful. I'm sorry, uh, those, those are just bad interceptions. I don't really care who you are. So, like, you know, I, I just want, you know, I, I think he'll be fine. He's, I mean, just Jacksonville, like for from the the duration of my lifetime, Jacksonville's only been good like three of my 23 years on earth. So that's just it. I mean, they're not they're not good. But I mean, you talking about like under Blake Bortles? Yeah, well, that I mean that counts. Yes, the Blake Bortles year and a, a there's a there was a David Garrard year in there, and there there was another there was another one probably like the, in the early two thousands probably. Uh, but I only remember two of the years that Jacksonville was actually decent. Uh, but look, we're gonna move this thing forward here because we do have some breaking news here uh, on the show, and it has to do with COVID nineteen in the NFL. And uh, if you're a Rams fan, this is not good news for you. Vaughn Miller is now the latest Los Angeles Ram on the COVID-19 list. Beckham Jr.'s got COVID. A whole bunch of other people got COVID-19. The Rams now are up to 25 different players on the, COVID, on the COVID-19 list. Vaughn Miller, according to, according to Bleacher Report, Vaughn Miller, covid out Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks, a game, quite frankly, that the Rams need to win, not only to make the playoffs, but to potentially win the NFC West uh, probably would be a pretty big deal if you won the NFC West. Yeah, maybe don't have to play at Dallas week one might be a good idea. But uh, uh, according to Bleacher Report, guys, uh the Rams have placed nine more players on the league's COVID-19 list. Von Miller was the uh, headliner on that list and uh, a bunch of players that none of you would have ever heard of. Uh, so Von Miller, COVID. Uh, the Rams are up to 25 people. Also on the COVID-19 list, basically the entire Cleveland Browns team minus Nick Chubb and a couple of other people. That the the entire Browns team has COVID. This is not. I don't really know what to do with that. Uh, the Browns are kind of out of luck because this is a really bad time to have a COVID outbreak in a game you really need to win against the Las Vegas Raiders, and you don't have your quarterback and you don't have his backup. Not great. So, uh, COVID really, really. Uh, just wrecking shop here in the NFL, really for the first time all year. Uh, COVID playing a big role, uh, you know, right right when the playoff chase is heating up. So I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on that, Mom, Uncle Trevor. I don't know if you guys had thoughts on the Rams' uh, COVID issues and the Browns' COVID issues. I mean, as far as the COVID issue, I mean, every team is going through that right now, especially. It seems like started off slow and then as you could tell more games are being played COVID seems to be spreading even more and more just like with our country 
you know, we're getting to have a spike of COVID cases now too in the country. So it's pretty much a microcosm of, of what's happening on a larger scale. So, I mean, I don't really have much more to say besides that because, you know, they dealt with it last year and now they're we're dealing with it this year. So here we are. But I tell you what, now's a really bad time to have a COVID outbreak. If you are one of those teams like Cleveland, like the Rams, that's vying for, you know, a playoff spot that you and you have to win your next few games in order to get there, it's a really bad time to have an outbreak. Not that there's ever a good time. Um, to get COVID, but now is definitely not the time. So I, I feel bad for um, the players and the coaches and stuff. And hopefully it won't affect them too much. They'll be able to hopefully um, get well soon and, and get back to what they are used to doing. No, Trevor, if you got any couple words on this, we, you can share them. I mean, this is why I think these last two years, you got to put an asterisk behind both of these seasons and all sports, of all the games missed and whatnot due to people testing positive to COVID, you just can't judge some of these teams on what what their what the actual ending um record was when when you you're like Cleveland, I mean, you're gonna look at them and say, you know, they had a bad year when you know, they're going into a game with scrubs basically because the starters are, are on COVID. And they, and they lose the game, and they make the playoffs by one game. Is that really their fault? It's just, you know, it's just people not enough emphasis is put on what COVID is doing to these rosters and how is it like the Sixers lost MB for what, nine or 10 games because mm-hmm. of oh, COVID. Lost them for a while, yeah. But, lost them for a while, yeah. Right, so how are you going to, you can't look look at that. And um, and maybe, uh, yeah, you can't look, go back at the end of the season and say the Sixers had a bad year. Yeah, well, you know, losing your star player due to COVID and whatnot, and losing what four starters. I guess they lost multiple starters due to COVID. Is this? I think I think you, you can't look at these last two seasons. You have to take that into account when, when, in, in currently and in the future, because you know this is just you can't. It's hard to deal with. It's hard to deal with these losses to key players and still have a successful season. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm, I was telling mom really, and I'll tell, I'll tell you what I was telling mom. Basically, that I mean, if you're an avid sports fan like the three of us are, like we're, we're we root for our teams, we love our teams, we do multiple sports. Like the teams we root for, man. Like this is the type of this is the type of things you just hold your breath because it's like, dang, we got really. You know, if we got everybody healthy, nobody catches COVID, okay, we can make it about we can make about the game. But this is far bigger than just a game. Like we wish we wish these people nothing but the best. And I, I some of them are asymptomatic. Or, you know, I at least we hope so. Um, but you know, it's just it's just crazy. I mean, in the, in the more technical side of things, as far as uh, uh you know. The, you know, handicapping, you know, because me and you, because me and you do bet on sports and we enjoy doing so. But this is a big, this is a big, big problem because th- this makes it somewhat, th- th- this is why it's somewhat impossible to handicap sports nowadays. You, you can't handicap these games because 
I'll just tell you this before the Cleveland COVID outbreak, Cleveland was favored by six and a half. Now it swung all the way to the Raiders favored by a point and a half. I mean, like that that's it. I mean, like th- this is impossible. To, this is impossible. You know, and some of us who want to make money and do this for a living. Hey, like this is the kind of stuff when, when you do the homework, you know, when I do my best bets and the homework and calculus that I do, Hey, now, like for me, I got to look, I got to look around and say, all right, wait a minute now. Okay. I'm in the Northeast. We're all in the Northeast. We're all either in Pennsylvania, you know, we're, we're in the North and Northeastern States. You know what I mean? So yeah, the, the homework that you got to do, if you're going to bet on sports, yeah, you're going to have to look at the weather and look at the injury report. But now this thing comes around and it's like, no, you got to look at the weather, the injury report, and to see who's out with COVID. Because if you're the Rams, it might be your number one pass rusher who you gave up a first round pick for, or your number one or your number two receiver because Robert Woods tore his ACL and now Odell's got COVID and it's not going to play. Like some things that you got, you got to do, you got to do extra homework if you're betters like us. So that's, that's the sports side of it. The other side of it is, Hey man, these are all human beings. We wish them nothing but the best. I, we, we don't care. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm Jervis Steelers family. He don't wish nothing bad on the Browns as people Brown Browns players. You know, like this is just, this is just, Really, really uh, depressing because I, I saw a report today, actually, folks, that the fly, the Flyers game is going to not have fans because they're they're like, hey man, like this this thing is ramping up again. We're not, we're, we're closing this. We're not going to have fans at Wells Fargo tonight. So it, it's just very depressing um, to read this. It's very depressing uh, to see that the NFL has almost made it through a season without like, 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 you know, I know the Cowboys had a really minor COVID outbreak, but it's really not a, it's not minor to them. I know people got, you know, COVID-19, which is bad, you know, you know, you know I know, you know, Amari had it, but how many of your players had it? Probably what? Not, 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 not as many as the Rams and the Browns, but, you're a lot of your a lot of your key not guys. As many, but they had yeah. we had waves yeah we had we had waves yeah. of covid yeah. not just one but then there was one week there that um a bunch of assistant coaches had it yeah and then amari uh, and a few had players it. yeah and amari yeah. had covid and I don't, I don't think cd did but i know amari did so you know it, it's just it, it, i mean but it, this is just this is what makes this crap so hard you know uh, to to do and you know it's just it's just really sad you know I just want I want every I just I want these guys to get better no no question about it and uh you know but I wanted to share that breaking news with you guys so um before we get to the games though uh let, let's lighten up the mood a little bit Bob uh coming back to you here your guy Deion Sanders recruited the number one high school football player in America to go to the Jackson state. The guy signed and went to 
go get coached by Deion Sanders, the number one recruit in the country. I know you're not – I mean, Deion went the Cowboys. You weren't the biggest fan of him, but this has got to make you a little happy. Your former guy got the number one recruit in the country. I mean, great for him. I mean, he, he made the commitment to, you know, turn to coaching. So I hope that he's not like Urban Meyer when, he, when he's coaching. Um, I hope that he's a good teacher and a good leader of men for uh, anyone that comes to Jackson State because of him. Um, so I hope he can have a successful uh, career as a coach. I hope he has a successful team. And good for him for being able to snag uh, the number one recruit. And you may or may not have been noticing the trend. There are more and more um, recruits that are snubbing majority schools and going to HBCUs to play sports. Like I remember a big one last year was uh, at Howard University. They had a basketball recruit uh, come there. So I believe that the Black Lives Matter and just – the atmosphere of the country is making some of the younger folks take a second look at HBCUs and see if maybe that's where they might feel appreciated and accepted. So I think you, you'll see more of it coming up. Yeah. And, uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackson's now coaching Gremlin state. I know Eddie, sorry. I think Eddie George, sorry about that. I think Eddie yeah, George yeah. is, at HBCU, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. Uh, good job uh, to Deion Sanders. I got good, good job by that guy. What wouldn't it get coached by prime prime time there? That's pretty impressive. So, all right, cool. how are you guys? Let's uh, quick break to tell you that this is episode ninety four of the Always One Hundred podcast. Thank y'all very, very much for joining us. Uh, six more to episode one hundred, so we're gonna try and get that by the Super Bowl. If it lines up, yeah, uh, we're in week 15 right now. So 16, uh, 16, 17, 18, so that'd be 97. Wildcard week would be 98, 99. No, no, it'd be uh, episode 101 would be the Super Bowl, Mom. That'd be episode 101 would be Super Bowl 50, 56. So, uh, yeah, maybe you skip one and then and then just make, may, make maybe number one hundred. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> I, maybe. I, I, we might just have to might have to do that. But every, people are going to want to hear us for Championship Sunday, so you know uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. This is this is where you know all of us are really excited about our team's prospects. I mean, you know, my, me and you have teams that. Well, my team is the number one team in the in the AFC, and and your guys. You know, maybe you believe it or you don't, but look, they still have an outside-ish shot at the number one seed, maybe. So, yeah, no, I mean, a lot of things would have to fall into their their laps in order for them to get the number one seed. Well, so well, let, let's let's go real quick. We'll we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll just get these games out of the way. We're we're, we're well, you know what. It, Theoretically, we should probably start with tonight's game, and we will. So, Uncle Trevor, I'll start with you here. Kansas City favored by three over under 54 against the Chargers in L.A. Who do you have? What's going to happen? Who wins this very crucial AFC West and AFC playoff seating battle? 
I mean, situations like this, I guess, in the past, I guess the charges have, I guess, well, choked, the word to put it. You, you, they beat, I think they beat Kansas City earlier this year. I'm not sure if they did or not. Kansas City was looking good. They looked good last week against the Raiders. Maybe the Raiders, or just the team Kansas City can dominate. Kansas City dominated the Raiders both times this year. That might be, the Raiders might be the only team that hasn't figured out how to slow down Patrick Mahomes. The rest of the league kind of has a blueprint on how to do it. I guess the Raiders, I guess they never didn't get the Vegas somehow. That blueprint didn't get the Vegas. They, they never got it. But everyone else around, around them has it. So you would think, you know, the Chargers have, would still have a good chance of winning this game. So I think the key is you don't want to let Mahomes throw the big pass. You want to let them make him dink and dunk, rush four men against them, drop back, seven in his zone to make him throw underneath, make him go down the field without making mistakes. That has been, you know, his downfall. He'll make a mistake at some point for most of this year, except against the Raiders. They're the only team that hasn't been able to do that, do that against them. I, um, you know, I like the Chargers' talent. I would normally, I would pick them if I didn't know their history. That, that they kept and kicked. And games like this, they have a chance to really step up, make themselves a power. They they come up short. I think they're going to do it again tonight. Maybe playing in that home stadium, which really is in the home field, having reverse effect on them. I don't know. I think Kansas City is going to win. I'm not sure you know, how they're going to do it, but I got them winning maybe by a field goal. I think the line is right. They're not going to blow the charges out. No. Nah. Oh, no. No, no. This is not going to be a blowout at all. I'll pick it up from there. So I'm having a really hard time figuring out who is actually going to win this game because I don't know if what Kansas City did last week was an anomaly or if that's what they're going to be from here on out. As far as the Chargers, they just always are – just as you think that they're just about to, you know, be on the cusp of being something really good – then they flop. So I don't know if they're going to have a really good game or if they're going to flop this evening. Who knows? I mean, to me, it's truly a coin flip. Um, but my gut tells me that Kansas City is going to win tonight because they just seem to have a little bit more together, I think, than the Chargers. Um, and, yes, it's going to be probably a lot of Chiefs fans uh, at SoFi Stadium tonight, uh, much to the chagrin of the Chargers, but it should be, if nothing else, a very good game, and that's what I'm counting counting on. Um, but I do think the the Chiefs pull it out with a Butker field goal uh, with no time left on the clock. Yeah, uh, this this is tough here. I, it, it well, if I well if I did earlier handicap the game i would probably have uh, damn, this is just tough i would probably go with the over 54 personally um it, it's this is just really this this game is this is just so hard i i really don't know who's gonna win this ball game here i i, I really don't um because you know, because on my Yahoo Sports app, 
70 percent of the money is on Kansas City minus three. Um, I, I mean these these guys are just evenly matched. I mean, Mahomes and Herbert. I, look, I, I just think thirty to twenty four was the final week four, week week three, week four in Kansas City. They the Chargers got it done. I, I look, it, it, this is just really hard. It, the thing it might come down to, I mean, no, it's not even that because the Chiefs run the ball a little bit. I, you know, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, uh, defense is is only, you know, the 26th worst team against sacking the quarterback. I mean, you know, the Chiefs had 13 interceptions, the Chargers at 10. I mean, the, these two teams are as evenly matched as you can get. Kansas City's on a major winning streak here. My myself personally, if I was going to be petty um, about this, I really, 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 really want the Chargers to win. Like, like desperately want the Chargers to win for the for the Patriots' sake. I I, I want the Patriots to be the number one seed because if they, these brothers keep playing like this. We can't lose. We can't. We can't lose. We we gotta have to run the table. We we just have to. That's not gonna happen. I don't think the Patriots are gonna run the table, Mom. I don't. I don't. They're gonna look. look I'm, hey, I agree. Hey, Mom, you, you know what game we're gonna lose? It's not the Colts. We don't beat the Colts. I just go go out there and spoil the next game. But that's the next game. Sorry, folks. I know it's not very shocking. I'm picking the Patriots to beat the Colts. It's not very shocking. But um, at Miami scares me. I, because that game is going to, because if the Patriots don't do their job and clinch the number one seed, hey, man, that game, January 9th at Miami, that's going to matter a lot for both sides. And I don't want, I don't want any parts of that, truly. Because a lot, because the last time a game against Miami mattered where, where the Patriots would have had a bye week was 2019. And Ryan Fitzpatrick went up to our building, beat the Patriots, and Kansas City mollywopped the Chargers. They went on. They they had the number. Yeah, they, they were the number number two spot. Yep, they were the number two spot because Baltimore was the number one spot, right? The Chiefs, Baltimore, get beat by Tennessee in the divisional playoff round after Tennessee beat the brakes off of us, and Kansas City. Beats Tennessee and goes on there and wins the title. I mean that that's this is how big of a game this is. I, I truly, um, I I I desperately want to have the guts to pick the Chargers. I really do. I, I but 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 I, you know you know I, and I've always asked you, Bob. I asked you this whole week. Can I really pick a team? That has to use a silent count in their own home building. Can I pick a team like that? I mean, this is just horrible. I mean, this is terrible. Yeah, that's bad. That's this, really this bad. This is just embarrassing. I mean, honestly, the Chargers and any team that plays the Chargers in LA with a legitimate fan base, the opposing team takes the damn thing over. It takes the stadium over. This is this is unbelievable. This is just really bad. This is really bad, L.A. Get a home field advantage. This is this is embarrassing. There shouldn't be seventy five percent cowboy fans 
when the Cowboys show up. There's going to be 80% Raiders fans for a Monday night football game in your building. The stadium was 80% black and silver. Come on. I, I, I don't know, man. This is just so tough. I, 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 hey, look. In just, L.A., they like the beach light. They're not really thinking about football. Oh, well, that, that's... Or the well, Chargers, well, much well, less. Well, 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 to, well, to be perfectly honest, well, if you were in Southern California, you would be, too. To be perfectly honest with you. I I know I did. Well, yeah. I know I, know I did because I was I was I was sitting on Coronado Beach in San Diego. It's beautiful out there. Oh Lord, it's beautiful out there. It is. Ooh, ooh I agree with you there. That's a, that's facts. Look, let, let, let's get let, the bottom line here is I'm gonna pick the Chiefs in a close game. I, I just because because to be perfectly honest with you, as much as I want to be petty and I want the Chargers to win, I just I can't pick a team that uses a silent count in their home building. I just can't do it. I I can't do it as much. As much as I, I think Justin Herbert is awesome, I just can't. I just can't pick a team like the Chargers that has never won a close game in their entire life since I've been alive. Never happened, and they're not going to start now. Chiefs in a walk off, probably just like mom. Okay, let's move. Let's let's move really quick. The Patriots here are facing the Colts. Everybody knows who I'm picking. Let's just let, let's just get this done really quick. Uh, I think what, what's the number here? Indy's apparently favored by two and a half. If I bet it, since I got absolutely royally screwed on Cincinnati plus two the other night and cost me damn near $800 between two tickets, um, I'm about to have a point up to three just in case. Uh, probably, tw- uh, I don't know, 24 to 20 Patriots because the last time Carson Wentz played us, you understand, you, uh, w- w- 2019, our defense held them to 10 points. That was the same Eagles team with Zach Ertz, with a running game, with a really good defense. That's the same That's the same brother that had all the, all them people in Philadelphia. 10 points. Belichick going to do a number on him. We're going to run the ball, whether it's Damian, because I'm not sure if Damian's going to play. I, I, I really don't because he, he, that hamstring, he, he, that, that did not look pretty. When he hit that with that blinker and ran out of bounds there, uh, I, I don't know if he's playing or not, but I think Ramondre and Brandon Bolden are more than adequate enough to get the job done. Our defense shows why they're the number one defense in football. They're the number one scoring defense. They're really good against the pass. They'll sack your quarterback. They'll hit you in the mouth. All that, all that is good. Uh, Matthew Judon's going to have a hell of a task against Quentin Nelson uh, or Barmore. Sorry, we have a great task going up against that brother right there. He's really, really good. But at the end of the day, this is a heart pick. I'm a Patriots fan. I grew up during the Brady Manning era. I love Tom. Peyton is, I respect Peyton a hell of a lot. But when you're, when you're talking to me about Patriots Colts, I'm always pro Patriot. And the bottom line is that's the way it is for me. Uh, give me the Pats. 24 to 20, we're going to be 10 and 4 and stay the number one seed in the AFC. Uncle Trevor, take it away. Uh, I, you know, do you think Mac Jones is going to outplay Carson Wentz? Do you think New England's running back combination is going to outplay Jonathan Taylor? As no. far as coaching goes, no. I think Belichick, this is not going against Buffalo's clowns. Coaching outfit. This guy's a good coach for the Colts. 
the Colts, I think this is going to come down Carson Wentz versus Mac Jones. You're not going to be able to beat the Colts when pass the ball with three times. That's not going to happen. It's going to come down to Jones versus Mr. Wentz. That's how I view this game coming down. Before you continue. I do not see Mac Jones out playing. Go ahead. No, no, before before you continue, I just want just want to interject for just a minute, uh, just to answer your couple questions. Look, I, I I trust. Look, the 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 thing about the Patriots, the more and the more respect I gain for Belichick, is I was really all Belichick, especially how he treated Tom, and especially after the Malcolm Butler thing a few years back, it was very out on him. But what he's doing right now, what this brother's doing right now with the, with the rookie quarterback, I mean, it's simply sensational. I mean, the defense. We, we we knew the defense was going to be up to snuff because because I'm sorry when you have all these all pro players and Super Bowl champions that call out because of COVID nineteen in 2020. Yeah, you're not going to be quite as good on the defensive side of the football. Um, but I, I trust Belichick to come up with the game plan. The defense is going to be ready. They're going to be and, and look. And I think Jonathan Taylor is a great player. I'm not I'm not going to disrespect the man and talk talk about we're going to shut him down. I'm not going to do all that because that guy is really, really good. He's going to get his. But let's just be fair. Tampa Bay for three quarters, who has a better rush defense than we do, shut that boy down. They shut him down. They said, sir, 28, 28 in blue, you will not beat us. You will not. We refuse. You will not run on us. And it was only to the final five minutes of the game where Jonathan Taylor was like, Oh, you know what? I'm Jonathan Taylor. Give me this damn ball. Get out of the way. You know, so you know, but it but it took him the Tampa Bay for three and a half quarters. Really, really did a number on him. I don't know, you know, if we're if I think our rush defense and I think our defense as a total will be very up to the task. No question about it. So uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I just I just wanted to say that. Please, please continue. And Matt and Mac. Uh, Fine. Yeah, and, and Mac, and look, and I, I, I and well, the, yeah, the thing with Mac is, Mac's going to do what Belichick wants him to do, period. That's how, I mean, he's going to use him like Belichick's using Mac, like he used Tom back in the day. And I'll tell my friends this, like, guys, listen to me. I, I know my team. Listen, he's using them the same way he did. He used Tom when he was younger. He's not Tom. He's not Tom yet. But Bill is using him like he did Tom with the first Super Bowl team in 2001. Then 03, kind of, you know, 03, 04, and then Tom really took off around the 06, 07 season. So, sorry, Uncle Trevor. Please continue. I'm sorry about that. Um, basically, um, you know, the Buccaneers came in there and beat them. You know, they did have Brady. And the Colts had a lot of turnovers in that game, too. I, I, I look. This is going to come down to those two quarterbacks. You know, Mac Jones, he's just a rookie. You know, Belichick's a great coach. When they made the playoffs last year, they had an adequate quarterback. They were in the playoffs last year. Belichick's a great coach. So is Frank Reich. Frank Reich is a great coach. The Colts are really coming on now. The season goes on. Hopefully, you know, hopefully they don't get hit by COVID. That's going to mess them up. Because right now they're really coming into, into their own. And they're going to beat New England, in my opinion. Maybe they're going to win by how much? So New England, like I said, they're well coached. 
team, so they're not going to get blown out. But the Colts are going to win this game. And it's not maybe by 10 points. Hmm. Wow. Colts by 10. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I don't know about the that. Colts they... are the Colts are the dark horse dominant team coming into playoffs. They're the dark horse. Nobody's looking at them. They're looking at Mahomes. They're looking at New England. They're not looking at the Colts. The Colts are the ones people should be afraid of come to playoff time. See, I, and Bobby, you can unmute yourself because I'm coming to you, but uh, the only thing I'll say, the, the only thing I'll say to that is I, I agree that the Colts can cause a lot of people problems. I just think when it comes right down to the nitty gritty of it, um, I don't trust Carson Wentz, man. That's just what it comes down to. I don't trust that brother. Cause, cause this dude, cause believe, believe me, I would trust the Colts a lot more if Carson Wentz literally wasn't spending three and a half hours throwing just mind-numbingly stupid interceptions every single every single big game that the Colts needed to win this year. I mean, do we not do, do we not remember what he did against the Tennessee Titans in, in Indianapolis? Do we not do we not remember that? Did, he threw. A, didn't this brother throw? Didn't this dude throw a pick six left-handed when the ball, when he was getting sacked to get to, to to Tennessee took the lead on a pick six? The guy got sacked by Simmons, and then he threw it left-handed, and the corner was like, "Bro, you're really not going to do this, right?" And he did it anyway. Like this is the dude we're talking about, Carson Wentz. We're we're I, I understand Mac Jones is a rookie. I feel you on that. I, I understand that. And Patriots Nation understands that. But the thing for me is, okay, I've seen the guy throw for over 300 yards. I've seen the guy go toe-to-toe with the brother that's got a 45, uh, is getting $75 million in year one. That's mom's guy, if y'all if y'all don't know who that is. That, that's mom's guy. He wear, he's a tall black guy, and he wears four with a star on his helmet. I saw I saw that brother I saw Mac Jones go toe to toe with that dude, and it, and our defense just didn't want to cover CD Lamb on one specific third down that cost us the ball game. That's our problem. That's not her problem, but that's not a Mac Jones problem either. So I think Mac Jones is more than adequate enough to get the job done. Patriots Nation thinks that, and especially when you have the number one ranked defense behind this brother because he's not going to do it by himself. So, I, I was I, look, I don't hate the Colts nearly as much as I did, and I know it's going to take a hell of an effort on our part to get the job done. I understand that. But I think at the, bo- the bottom line for me is, this is a game that needs we need to win. This is a game we know we need to win. This is a game that if we do win, we look at everybody and say, "This is not this is not a game, bro. We here to win this thing this year." Y'all y'all had your one year to laugh at us. You had your one year. We back. We and we're, we're for real. That that's what this game is going to represent for me. If the Colts win, the Colts can say, "Excuse me, we just beat the number one seed." In our building, in a prime time game, I, that that's just what it comes down to, Mom. Mom, I, I know, I know these are two teams you don't really like a whole lot, but you know, before we get to your team, just uh, what what do you got to say about this game? Well, 
let's be clear. One thing you forget is I grew up watch, watching the Baltimore Colts who ended up moving out to Indianapolis to become the Indianapolis Colts. So watched them for a very long time. Um, if I had to pick one between the Colts and the Patriots, no comparison. I'm picking the Colts. Uh, I'm not very fond of Carson Wentz. I think he's an average quarterback. He's got you know some talent here and there, but I just don't think he's overall that great. Um, he scares me. I never know which Carson Wentz is going to show up for a game. Um, but I like what Trev said about the Colts being uh, the dark horse, no pun intended, but they um, should have beaten Baltimore early on. I think had they beaten Baltimore, they might have had a little bit more uh, eyes on them for this season, but they did not do that. So uh, I really don't have a lot to say about the Patriots. I'm sure you've said it enough for all of us <laughs> about the, the Patriots. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Matt Jones is okay. I think he's getting a little full of himself a little early to do that, but I think he is. Um, Wentz, and and I like Trent's point, too, about Car- uh, Frank Wright. He was a very good player, you know, backup player, but he's an even better coach. And I think he always seems to have the Colts coached up really well. Um, so from that standpoint, he he's pretty even with Belichick, but he doesn't cheat. So uh, I think all that said, I think New England's little streak of winning is over and the Colts will win. Yeah, you got a lone wolf this one. Sorry, that's fine. I, I'd, I'd, I'd rather lone wolf on the right side of it. So that's that's fine. Let's just. Yeah, yeah but will you be on the right side? Is the question. I mean, well, I, 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 my money line parlay. What I have the Patriots on the money line, which is, by the way, my best bet of the week. The Patriots on the money line. I don't even want the two and a half. I if I, I don't don't be dumb like me and actually get the better of the number because. I lost eight hundred combined a combined profit of damn near eight hundred dollars because I had the Bengals plus two and they lost by three. Okay, that was my weekend. I had literally a perfect parlay ticket, other than the fact that I lost the pe- the stupid Bengals by one point. That cost me eight hundred bucks. So, folks, if you're a sports gambler, get the better on the number. Three and seven, key numbers. Try and get the number just you know, around there. And do your homework. Now, for me, I did, I, 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 you know, I ripped up my early parlay tickets and, and went there and put, put some more money down in the late games. I really, I, I felt really good about it. And, hey, heck, I was feeling really good about my two tickets that I was literally, a, you know, literally a George Kittle third and five away from winning. So. Uh, yes, I'm still bitter at Cincinnati, but Cincinnati's on my, Cincinnati's not on the do not bet list. Cause I really like Joe Burrow. So, you know, it just is what it is. You get the better of the number. I got the Patriots in this game real well, quick. Yeah, go, go ahead. Look, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just considering that Cleveland cost me a ton of money by not holding on to a 21 point lead <laughs> against a backup quarterback in the second half. <laughs> so what has happened to them this week? What has happened to them this week? COVID. <laughs> oh, COVID. Oh, there a connection COVID. there. 
Oh, no, there's man. no connection yeah. there. Oh, don't, don't mess with me and my money. That's a moral of that story. This is just awful. They did that to me. Right. Oh. Now look at them this week. They lost they got by scrubbed all over the field. They just won yeah. by two points. Bob, uh, Uncle Trevor yeah. had the thing won if Cleveland wins by one more point. I mean, this is just, this is just no. horrible. This is no, just no. awful. If, if they hold on to a twenty-one point lead at home against a backup <laughs> quarterback, this is just this is just horrible. So, okay, yeah. we're not. Okay, let me so no, 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 Next no. time that happens, they're going to they're not going to blow it. Next time no. they go, oh, somebody count. Because they're going to think of you, right? Fight. Yeah, yeah we, we got to make those... sure Trev wins. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is just, this is awful. I, it's just, this is just horrible. <laughs> anyway. All right, Bob, real quick. I know you didn't have a lot to say, but uh, let's get to some NFL. Let's get to some NFL clinching situations, and then we'll uh, pick these games and get out of here and watch some football this weekend. Okay. That's not good. Great. Okay. Here we go, folks. If we're going to go uh, week 15 clinching scenarios, there's only two in the AFC. If the Tennessee Titans will clinch the AFC South, if the Titans win and the Colts lose, it's as simple as that. They clinch the AFC South in a playoff spot. If they win at, at Uncle Trev Steelers and my Patriots do what I think they're going to do, which is beat the Indianapolis Colts Saturday night. So uh, since I think that's going to happen, I think Tennessee will be in the playoffs at about 4 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. My team clinches a playoff spot. Uh, There's six different scenarios. Let's just get you some of the good ones. New England win, Miami loss, Cleveland loss, Baltimore loss, Cincinnati loss, KC loss. Or, hey, I'll try this off for size. Patriots win, Dolphin, Cleveland, Baltimore, Denver, and Charger loss. Uh, and it gets kind of more, it gets more mind-numbing from there. So basically, the Patriots conclude a playoff spot if we win and a whole bunch of other teams lose. That's the AFC. The NFC mob. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, who lost DeAndre Hopkins for the rest of the regular season, they clinch a playoff spot if they beat the 1-11 Detroit Lions. I'm almost certain that that's going to happen, so the Cardinals will be in the playoffs at about 4 o'clock on Sunday. So, there you go. Mom, your team, this is something that you might want to listen to. You... We'll clinch a well. well, well, Let's just okay. Let's just start with the playoff spot. You clinch a playoff spot if you win. You're a ten and a half point favorite at the Giants. If you lose to the Giants, I have a lot of questions about the Dallas Cowboys. You shouldn't lose to a awful Giants team. (laughs) So, so with that premise, seeing that you're going to beat the Giants as a ten and a half point road favorite. All you would need is for the Saints to lose, San Fran, Minnesota. So, so you will win, right? So you win. You you can have one of five things happen. 
the the easiest way to do this is you if you win and either San Fran or New Orleans loses, you you're going to the playoffs for the first time in three years. It's as simple as that. Oh, wait a minute. I thought the simple one was Dallas wins and Philly beats Washington. No, no, and then no, I'm getting to that. Dallas wins the division. No, no, I, I'm getting to that. So, okay. so, so you clinch the NFC East if you win and either you lose. No, no, sorry, sorry. No, no. What? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Dallas wins. You, you win as a, you win against the Giants. You either need, Washington and Philly to tie, or you need a Washington Washington football team loss this Sunday at Philadelphia. By the way, the the Washington football team have eighteen players on COVID nineteen list. So there you go. You clinch the NFC East if you win and Washington loses. It's pretty pretty simple. Or and if you no, we we're in the NFC East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The game is on, and I'm mumbling all all around. Let's just get this over with here. Uh, uh Green Bay. At Baltimore, they clinch a playoff spot in the NFC North if they just win. If they win and beat the Baltimore Ravens, which they're going to because the Ravens have nothing left. They just have nothing left. I'm sorry. It's been great. It's been a great story. Harbaugh has done a hell of a job with this team. Sorry your luck's running out. You have no you have nobody left, guys. I'm sorry. You just don't. Green Bay's gonna Green Bay's gonna win at, at Baltimore. And if they do, they clinch the NFC North, which means they're going to the playoffs for the third straight year. The Rams can clinch a playoff spot if the Saints lose and they win or Minnesota loses. No, sorry. The Rams win, Saints lose, Minnesota lose. The Rams are going to the playoffs. Now, the Rams have 25 people on COVID, so they're probably going to have to wait one more week to probably clinch a playoff spot. And and, and lastly, the world champ Bucks, if they beat the Saints Sunday night, which I think they're going to, they clinch a playoff spot and win the NFC South. It's pretty simple. Okay. Did we get all that? Is that good? We got all that? Great. Uh, it's the second round of the fantasy playoffs. I'm in the I'm in the number one spot. I don't know. Uncle Trevor, are you in the are you in the uh winner's bracket? Yep. I have a showdown this week. I had okay. to bench Mr. Mayfield though. Well, I mean, it's uh, kind of kind of hard to bench player that doesn't. Teddy Bridgewater out there, right? Yeah, yeah, you know. so, yep. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I think we'll Jonathan see. Taylor. Yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor gets like three hundred yards against New England. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know if that's gonna really happen. But I, I will say this to maybe to bolster. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, but really to bolster your point, Uncle Trevor. I mean, the we the Tennessee Titans didn't run for 270-something yards against the Patriots. So the Patriots can't get run on. The difference is the Titans have four turnovers, and Mac Jones was out here just slicing and dicing the Tennessee secondary. That's why they won 36-13. to 13. So, um, right. you know, but yes, the Patriots had, did have a game where they gave up 270 yards rushing. So it can't wow. happen. I just don't. I just don't think that it's going to happen. But look, uh, but look, let's let's get to picks right here. Uh, I, actually, did I say my best bet? I got two best bets: Patriots money line and Green Bay beating the brakes off the Baltimore Ravens. It's just it's just over for the Ravens. It just is. They had a great season, but they're not making the playoffs. They they there's too many injuries. I'm sorry, and I, I want to be wrong because I know a whole bunch of Ravens fans 
and I would love to see a Ravens-Pats playoff game, but that Lamar injury might have been the death knell for them. I don't think, even if he isn't hurt for the season, I just don't think he's really ever going to be the same, not going to be the same for this year because that did not really look that good. All right, kickoff has begun real quick, guys. Uh, Mom, who did you have? Chargers and the the uh, the Chargers and the Chiefs as the kickoff Uh-oh. is being Don't run back. He's all oh, oh, the, the guy, turf the, monster got the, him. The, the turf monster got him, and the Chargers. Oh my have, goodness! The Chargers have first and ten at Boy. the Kansas City twenty-four yard line on about an 80, 80 yard kickoff return. All right, so real quick, Mom, who did you have? I had picked Kansas City, and your Uncle Jamie had picked Kansas City. For okay. Time. Uncle Trevor, who did you have? Well, maybe can I change? No. Clean sweep. I, clean sweep. I, I hate the fact that I'm picking the stupid behind Chief. I really want the Chargers to win. My God, I want them to win so bad. I, I just, just like, just make, just make me happy, Chargers, and beat the Chiefs. Just, just beat the Chiefs, so we could, so because we got the tiebreaker over y'all, so that's good. So I, I want, I want to be in the number one spot. I don't really care. I don't really care how we get it. So if the Chargers beat them, by all means, I'll take the loss on the pick. But I got the Chiefs. All right, we got that. Let's go. Let's go right here. Sunday, Sunday game. Oh, Saturday game. Sorry. Cleveland and the Las Vegas Raiders. The the Raiders are now favored by three and a half. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? As Austin Eckler is about to score here, first of all. Sorry about that. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Cleveland and Las Vegas. Um, I guess I'll take the Raiders, I guess. Yeah, I know. Mom, who do you have? I don't want to take the Raiders because they get on my nerves. Um, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I guess oh, I'll take the Raiders. Anyway. Yeah, but Cleveland's yeah, just you know I, they're just a mess. They're in bad bro. shape. I, they're, they're in bad shape. Yeah, I got I got I to gotta take the Raiders too. I, I I just can't in good. I just can't like with all these people on COVID. I just can't take Cleveland. I I really can't. Um, uh, by the uh, lock and load Patriots uh, for me Saturday night. Uh, lock and load. I found out that I have a party for my football team, so I don't I don't know how I'm at the probably watching on my phone for a little bit which i um i'm very perturbed about i'm not gonna lie touched up catch the ball mike williams and hit him right in hands catch it man catch the ball i'm sorry about that uh patriots for me money line uh patriots lock a load mom Back ball. colts uncle trevor um colts Okay, let's just let's just get let's get this done real quick. All right, mom's picking the Cowboys minus ten and a half. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who are you picking? Cowboys, Giants, Dallas, and I'll pick Dallas too. Carolina at the Buffalo Bills. If you get if care, oh get oh look out, look out! Whoa, jeez, that that was a disaster, and now Mike Williams is hurt. Oh, damn, Mike. Uh, Mike Williams is hurt, folks. Uh, I got Buffalo minus 10 and a half. Mom, who do you have? Buffalo. Uncle Trevor? Buffalo. All right. Yeah, Mike Williams is okay. Oh, yeah, he got smacked there. Jeez. Uh, 
Houston and Jacksonville, I I could care less. I don't even oh. want to pick. I don't even want to pick. I don't even want to pick. Uh, uh, you know what? I, I I love Trevor, but I, I I'm not. Yeah, the Jaguars have bad had a bad week. Give me the Texans plus five, mom. Jacksonville, uh, Uncle Trevor. Um. Texans are underdogs. Yeah, three. five five points. Yeah, um, five points. What in the world? <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, Quinn, no, you still no. pick the the Texans. Yeah, but yeah, because you yeah, you, you see what's going on in Jacksonville, Bob. I can't I can't pick a team with all this right. But, but you're saying that Jackson that, that Vegas is saying that Jacksonville's going to win, but. Yeah, you went with Houston. Yeah, I, I did. I, I did because I don't like. I don't like what I'm seeing in Jacksonville. I really don't. I, I, I really don't. I like okay. Trevor Lawrence. I like him, but, but, I, I yeah. Well, everything else about the well, Jaguars, I really don't well, who's like. Tre- who's Trevor picking? Yeah, it's a great I, I, question. I pick Houston. Houston. Okay, so Uncle Trevor's picking Houston too. Uh, Uncle Trevor, right back at you. Your Steelers, a pick them. Like Luke. No, okay, just Tennessee. Okay, <laughs> he's just out. Okay, Bob. Bob. Oh gosh. Uh, um, man, I would hate for you to root for my team. Um, I guess I had to listen to you, and I guess I need to go with Tennessee. Yeah, I, I, I'll uh, I'll third that emo- third third that motion there because I think I've learned better than uh to to, to, to uh, you know not pick against Uncle Trevor when he talks about the Steelers. Uh, car. Uh, okay. Uh, let me let's just go right here. Uh, is anyone picking Detroit against Arizona at home as a two touchdown underdog? I I I'm gonna say no on that yeah. and just move on. Uh, is anyone picking the Jets yeah. at Miami? That would be so funny if they did win though. Is uh, any is anyone picking the Jets in in Florida to face the Dolphins as a ten point underdog? Probably not. Uh, I'll just go with no on that. All right. So the next game, the next game that matters, Washington football team at Philly. Uh, I'll take Philadelphia minus almost 10 points, actually. Wow. That's God. That's a huge line. Philadelphia by nine. Yeah. Philadelphia by nine and a half. And by the way, and by the way, folks, uh, while, while we're doing this, yes, and we're doing this live, folks. This is live radio. It's fourth and goal at the Chief Five, and, and, and they're going for it. And let, 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 let's get the playoff here. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. He dropped the ball. He dropped the ball, and, and now he's hurt. Oh, he's knocked oh, out. No, no, no. He, he's hurt. Oh Lord! He's like concussion or no, something. No, no, he, no, he's he's not moving. Like Uh-oh. he's like he's knocked out. Head. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh wow. He he's so oh he, he, wait he's well, actually wow, he hurt. Hit his head. God, he's he he. Part, well, part, oh, well, I if I if I Parham Junior's got to catch that ball, but then I well yeah he hit his head on the turf there like he's yeah he he's yeah, actually hurt. hurt. But, yeah, but, but yeah, he's but you can see like his though. eyes were closed too, yeah. and he was like knocked oh, out. Damn. Oh damn, he's he's actually hurt. Yeah, because he 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 wasn't moving, y'all. Like that that was his little... eyes were closed and he was not moving. Yeah, that that's not good. Oh man, okay. So the Chargers turn it over on downs, but a way more serious situation 
happening uh, in LA, L- LA there, uh, injured a uh, charger tight end looks a little serious. So we hope he's, we hope he's okay, but it didn't look that good. Uh, mom, who, uh, watch, uh, you're, you're going to pick Philadelphia. Uncle Trevor, who are you picking? Yeah, I, I guess Philly, but you don't yeah. know who's going to start a quarterback. Here. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, four o'clock games, Bengals chart, uh, Bengals, uh, and the Broncos here. Broncos are favored Gosh. by two and a half. I, this is correct. I like, damn, what? I'm just, so mad. That, that, Bron- that, that Broncos deep look, but that Broncos defense is really good. I, 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 I if this was in Cincinnati, I would probably pick the Bengals, but it, I, I, yeah, get, give me the Broncos at home. Uh, go Trevor, who do you have? Cincinnati and mom. Oh no, I'm mad with Cincinnati. Well, I am too. You, I, I, if anyone needs to be more mad, it's probably me because <laughs> because 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 they lost by three. I literally lost eight hundred an eight hundred dollar profit. So, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Cincinnati <laughs> this time. <laughs> uh, on CBS Falcons at San Fran, and weirdly, folks, the Falcons are still in a playoff chase for the wild card spot. Uh, it's six and seven. Uh, mom, who do you have here? Uh, San Fran favored by nine and a half points. But that's another San Francisco's another team. You just don't know which one's going to show up. But um, since they're at home, that's the only reason why I'm going to pick them. Yeah, and mine is a big number too. Uh, nine and a half, right. Uncle Trevor. Uh, that's that's a pretty big number for Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. I think I might take the plus money on on the. Uh, on the Falcons on this one, but who, who are you picking to win the game? Uh, 49. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. He, he's, he's really, oh yeah. He's, he guys, he's really hurt. Oh man. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't either. I, I don't either. It, lo- it looks, it looks so, yeah. Well, it's, at it's least he's fa- squeezing his yeah, hand. So squeezing his hand. Yeah. So that's really good. But he's like, he's, really hurt i don't know i really he must have hit in a, a certain part certain of his head in a certain way. Way. oh man because because he because he caught because like, he caught the ball and then he rolled around and it, he like he caught the ball rolled around and then in his head like smacked the turf and then he went limp and then the ball fell on the turf but you know when you see him hit his head like that i mean i i, I think you can see why he's hurt but a uh, really, really, really sad situation going on down there. I'll, I'll pick San Fran uh, to win the game, but I don't know if I'm ready to lay nine and a half with uh, the 49ers anytime soon. Uh, the, the the two uh, big four, 425 games, Rams, Seahawks, the Rams, even with all their COVID issues, are still favored by five and a half. Uh, I I I I want I want so much to pick the Seahawks. I I just do, but I, uh, I just a part of me. I just a part of me can't get there just yet. Um, you know what? Heck with it. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pick the Seahawks plus five and a half. Mom, who do you have? I'm gonna pick the Rams. Uh, Uncle Trevor. Seattle. Yeah. Green Bay, Baltimore. Look. Uh, well, mom's probably going to pick the Ravens because, you know, just yep. uh, just out of spite, out of spite yep. toward Aaron Rodgers. Right. Just out of spite. That's but, absolutely uh, correct. Uh, 
the rest of us, the rest of us who don't have spite toward the Packers are probably going <laughs> to pick the Packers because the Ravens have nobody left. I'm picking the Packers. Lay it, lock and load. Packers, Packers, Packers for me. Uncle Trevor? Yeah, I guess Green Bay. Yeah, you're oh, not real confident about it like, now. Like they're a hard, almost, almost like they're a hard team to put to keep down for some reason. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I the backup quarterback probably is, is as good as Lamar Jackson. When I that's why they got him there because he's similar to Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Well, so. well, uh, that takes us to Tampa and Sunday Night Football. Uh, well, lock, lock and load the lock, lock and load the uh, Bucks for me Sunday night in uh, Tampa. Uh, against Taysom Mill as an 11 point favorite. Lock and load, please. Uh, give me the Bucks, the world champs, go back to the playoffs at the expense of the Saints. Mom, who do you have? Yeah, I can't pick Taysom Hill. I'm picking the Buccaneers. And Uncle Trevor to finish us off on the Sunday games. Never been. And that takes us to Chicago and Monday Night Football on ESPN on uh, December 20th. You got the Bears and the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Justin Herbert is awesome. The Bears stink. Uh, Vikings, please. Justin Herbert. Ju- ju- Justin Fields. Sorry, ju- Justin. Her- oh, Justin Herbert. Yes, is awesome. But he plays in <laughs> Southern California, and uh, they finally uh, wheeled off Parham Jr. The poor guy. Poor guy uh, got hurt there. So uh, we wish him nothing but the best and a speedy recovery. It did. I again, we're we're folks. Uh, we are doing this live. Uh, so sorry if you hear us, you know, in mid sentence, you know, call a call me, call a play out, and everything like that. I mean, you know, this is this is live when we're doing this, you know, during the game. So we apologize for that. But uh, Parham Junior just got wheeled off. It's first and ten, uh, Kansas City at at their own five yard line. Uh, nothing, nothing game in L.A. Uh, Monday night, I'm going to pick uh, the Vikings because the Bears are awful. Um, period. End of story. Uh, Mom, who do you have? Minnesota. And Uncle Trevor. Minnesota. Oh, wait, we didn't say our scores. Yeah, uh, go, go ahead, Mom. Go, go, go ahead. Um, I'm going to say 30 to 17. There are 38 to 17, you said? 30. 30. 3-0. Yeah. 3-0 to, to 17. Uncle Trevor? Vikings were about four coaches because of COVID. There's oh, about wow. three coordinators. Uh, it's gonna be, this is going to be a hold on Kansas 13, City, by the way. So keep, keep going. Keep going. 13 to 12. <laughs> <laughs> 13 to 12. Oh, my okay. gosh. No, uh, I'll go. I'll you know, go Quint, uh, uh, hey, Quinn, you, yeah. you know Trev beat me this week on points, but yeah. not anything crazy like 13 to 12. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you two had a pretty pretty impressive week, and I was in the number number three spot. Uh well, I, I was I, I had a pretty good week too. Uh I had a pretty good week too. So I'm very happy about that. But you, you know, you and Uncle Trevor were twelve and two. So I mean it wasn't a whole lot for me to, you know, combat with that. So uh look, I I'm I'm gonna say my score is gonna be uh the Vikings uh twenty 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 uh uh, I go. I go with the Vikings, uh, twenty-seven to seventeen. 
Uh, that'd be 40, 44 points. I'll go Vikings 27 to 17. Okay. Next week, mom, uh, there's a couple, there's a uh, Titans and San Fran for Thursday night game. Mom, uh, it's back to Washington week for you. Uh, Sunday night football, mom, you guys get the Sunday night game on NBC Cowboys, Washington football team next Sunday on NBC Sunday night football, mom. So, uh, that should make you feel good. And, uh, my Patriots get a rematch with Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills at one o'clock, the marquee one o'clock game on CBS. Uh, two more Saturday games as well. The Packers hosting the COVID ravaged Cleveland Browns and the Colts get back to back Saturday games, mom. This tomorrow, uh, Saturday night against the Patriots and next Saturday against the Arizona Cardinals, mom. So at 8 15 mm-hmm. Eastern time. So uh, a couple games you want to talk about. So, uh, but look, folks, uh, we want to thank y'all very much for coming to join us uh, for episode 94 of the Always 100 podcast. Again, please find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, or the McKenzie Report Facebook group. We hope you join us for episode 95 next week. We thank you very much for taking time out of your day to come support us, and we hope you guys have a great holiday season with Christmas just one week away. Merry Christmas, folks. Happy holidays. Stay safe. And enjoy some football. Peace. See you next week. Go Pats.